Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. It's it's Laffy, it's Laffy, the laughing is clown around, bum bum bum, Laffy, he's Laffy, laughing all over town, ha 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 ha, I'm Laffy! Here's your fun fact. The world famous Hollywood sign was put in place in 1923 by a real estate developer, Originally meant to stay in place for only 18 months to advertise properties, it originally read Hollywood Land. The sign remained in place long after it was intended to. And in 1949, the word land was removed. Stay tuned for to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts. So what are your thoughts about Laffy the Clown? Uh, Is he a pleasant character? I think he tries to be pleasant, but he comes off as being creepy. Oh, so he scares people? Yeah. But do you think he's honestly laughing like he's really, he's just got the giggles? <laughs> um, no, I think it might be a psychological issue. <laughs> what kind of psychological <laughs> issue do you think he has? Is it like a tick? Is it like a Tourette's kind of thing? Yeah, probably something like that. He can't control the laughter. Like sometimes those people, you seem like they'll they'll move their arm or something a lot. Like a certain, maybe like, I knew someone who like, they would always like be adjusting their neck or something they're oh, always like yeah. you know I'm like what's going on like they just feel uncomfortable there and they're just like fighting some pain that's in there yeah um so do you think it's something like that where he's just laughing and it's just because it sounds like an unnormal kind of laugh yeah it does it doesn't sound natural um are you implying that he could be a different species not necessarily mm-hmm. human yeah, I suppose that's always possible. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Where do you think Laffy would best fit in? Um, maybe some kind of like cartoon character or Ooh. like a. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, probably like a cartoon character, I would say. Laffy the clown, cartoon character. Um, would. Would he be a character that's within the the world of a cartoon, or would it be built around him? Do you think? Um, 
I see it as the world being built around him, probably. Mm. So are we seeing it through his perspective, so to speak, or or others' perspective of him? Uh, others' perspective of him. So there, <clears throat> we kind of see their reactions to his his particular brand of yeah, I think so of uniqueness. <laughs> what uh, what kind of clown face do you think you'd have? Well, let's start with this. Would his face be fully white or only portions of it? Or would it even be, would the base coat even be white at all? Uh, I think there'd be a little bit of white in there. Probably darker colors. Oh, so darker colors. Like what color? Like what colors? Uh, maybe blue or red. Oh, that's good. So, like red... Like a red mouth, blue mouth? Uh, maybe a blue mouth instead. Oh, blue. Okay, so blue mouth, and then what? Red, where would the where would we put the red? Maybe on his eyes or cheeks or something? Uh, yeah, the cheeks. So he's got red cheeks, he's got the blue mouth. Does he have any, you know, sometimes the clowns, they draw what looks like a bigger eye, or, or it's like, a, you know, because they're trying to make their face look like a cartoon, so they draw that yeah. large arch. Uh, would he have any of those? Would he have any eyebrows at all? Um, maybe just thin eyebrows. Thin eyebrows. What color? Uh, black. Oh, black. Bl thin black eyebrows. Would they be just, like, a straight across? Or would they be bent in any angles? Um, I think they would be kind of arched. Oh, arched. I like it. I like it. Okay, so like the arch... Um, would he have anything on his actual eyes, on his eyelids, or any of that? Um, maybe some kind of little design or something on the eyelids. Oh, that's neat. So design on the eyelids. Yeah. Uh, with what color? Uh, black, probably. <laughs> so black design on the eyes. Now, would he, um... Would he have hair? If so, what length? Um, yeah, he'd probably have long hair. Long hair? Yeah. Long-haired clown, yeah. which is such a rarity. Yeah, curly Plus, long hair. Oh, curly long hair. That's good. That's good. Um, actually, I just take back what I said. I realized that the Juggalos have probably have some, some of those have long hairs. Long hair, I bet. No, I think they shave their heads. Oh, they do. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so goes to those shows sometimes. Oh really? Yeah. That's so crazy. Some folks. Or like affiliates. Ugh. Affiliates. That's good. Like, I need uh, to include that. Yeah, like <clears throat> other groups that are similar to them that are on like the same record label. Oh okay. They, but they all wear like face paint. Oh okay. So they whenever they play together, they all they all. It's no, the other the other group actually wears face paint too. Oh gotcha gotcha. Yeah. Uh, is it a series of bands that wear face paint? Um, I think is it's it, only two of them. Just the two of them. And then there are others on the record label? Um, yeah, I think there's just like two groups of guys that do the face paint thing. Two groups. Is the other group called the... So you got the Insane Clown Posse. Is the other one called We Got It Together Clown Posse? <laughs> we got our act together 
we're yes, exactly. we have no mental problems, clown posse. <laughs> we have no mental problems, clown posse. W H. We have N C P. There it is. <laughs> what do the other guys dress? Uh, make their face look like? Um, I think it's both. They just do black and white, and they look like oh. clowns. It's oh wait, so the other guys are clowns too? Yeah. What? No, we don't know what they're called. Uh, I think it's twisted. Oh, oh, I heard of those guys. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's a clown. A clown extravaganza. Do you think a lot of folks dress like clowns when they show up to those events? Yes. I just love it. The clown culture is coming up in the world. Clowns don't have to be scary. It's all, all. It's only because it's been perpetuated by John Wayne Gacy, and of course, it. It had a lot to do with it. John Wayne Gacy, of course, that did not help. Um, did you and I talk about before about how Uncle Tom was the one who arrived at the scene of the Gacy house? Really? Yeah, back in the day, I never even knew it until, well, within the past few years. He was one of the guys, and uh, he's talk about all the the bodies that they they brought out from uh, in the basement. One of the um, one of the women I used to work with, her boyfriend, like way back in high school, ended up being one of the guys that they found dead. Oh no! Yeah, like he went missing. Oh. And oh, um, God. no one had heard from him. Oh no! And then when they started digging up bodies and getting oh. identities, he was one of them. That was, and it was her friend from it long ago? It was, like, ago? her boyfriend from, like, high oh, school. Shit. Or, like, yeah. And he just went missing, huh? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. You know, it's crazy. We hear this stuff in the news, but then when it, like, when it, st- when it lines up with stuff that you're either related to or have some sort of association with, it's like, whoa. I mean, it's like... The aftershock of a of a of a of an earthquake, so to speak, like we're, you're closer to the epicenter of yeah. of where that impact is made. Boy, oh boy! So clowns can be friendly too. I think back in the day they were originally friendly, and you know make people laugh and have a jolly old time. And it'd be interesting to find out when the first times were when people started making. Uh, Clowns bad, evil, terrifying, terrifying. Because they don't have to be. They just don't have to be. I didn't, uh, for the uh, event, for the event, there were about five or six people dressed like clowns. So on the flyers, it said, Friendly clowns get in free. That was something that Me Clown Industries wanted to do. So, so as a result of that, otherwise it was five bucks to get in. So as a result of that, we had plenty of friendly clowns, and it was uh, one one lady. There was a girl named uh, Coffin Crafts. Coffin Crafts. Something. Something Coffin Crafts. She. Uh, she and her mom had a little table back there, and Me Clown Value Network was was broadcasting on there. And 
Coco Loco, who's like a professional clown, he just he tours all over, gets paid just to be a clown. He was there, and he face painted her, and they both spoke Spanish, and it was just so funny because there's a great rapport that was going on there, and it was just so funny to see this like, you know, six-year-old woman just on fire. I mean, just a fireball. This lady and she. She's like, I am meat clown. Meat clown approved. Meat clown approved. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so funny. She was just such a riot. She was selling her daughter's uh, buttons, uh, uh, artwork. See this artwork here? It's This is not expensive. These are very, very simple price. This mm-hmm. is meat clown approved. Oh my God, it was so great. She was so excited, so happy. And they had two two cameras that would cut between it. It's up on YouTube right now. And, uh, oh man. It's just so great to see such a wonderful display of friendly clowns. So when we were looking around uh, at that place and we found the that place called The Other Door, and they said, oh, we like clowns. That was... Like, hearing those magic words was just so cool. I don't think they would charge us to... For uh, for me to put more events on there and collaborate with the Meat Clown guys and... Hollywood World, etc., etc. It's great, because... Once you get the momentum going in that area and you just try it, like... This is like the first thing that I truly just... You know, I've gotten just gotten done with doing the pretty detailed kapow stuff and then uh, to try this out it was just so cool so I could definitely imagine Laffy the clown showing up to one of (coughs) one of these events now do you think um, have you ever do you remember do you remember seeing those uh, laugh uh, it's a laugh box ever seen that? I don't Jenna, think so. you, I think you hold it down. I think it's a button that holds down or something. Uh, huh. I can't remember. It's like a pouch or something. Bag of laughs, I think that's what they called it. I think it had a clown on it. I want to say Grandma had it. Grandma just had a treasure trove of, of awesome board games and Card games, Uno, of course. That was one of them. I think you held the bag in a certain way or something. And And it would be like, (laughs) it would just laugh and laugh. Maybe something you spun or something. Maybe like you wound it up or something and then you you press a button and it goes. But it was really cool. That's the thing they find in Jack Nicholson's Joker's pocket at the end of the Michael Keaton Batman. He's got that little laugh thing. (laughs) I wonder if they ever came out with that laugh bag, the Joker laugh bag laugh. Once that came out, that would have been cool. This is gonna be great. Oh yeah, so turn left here. And not that parking lot, but right across the street. So I'll show you. I will show you.
a little show you tonight. Cool, that's awesome. Fire relief fund. Okay, so let's see. This one right here. Yes. That guy tries to charge like 25. Hey, man. How are you? I'm with uh, Yachtly Crew, and we always come through Yachtly here. So crew. Oh, yeah, we love you guys. Yeah, with the hats. You've seen us. You guys had a residency here. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. It was so basically every other month now we try to go over there. Yeah, very good. Very good. I, I, I liked your music, you know. Thank you yeah. so much. Have you have you gotten a chance to go to dip one your time, head in there? Yeah, and, one time I are you serious? Inside. Yes, sir. You, st you snuck your head in there and you're able no, to hear I, some I of it? Can, I can go in there, you know. Oh, my God. I love it. It's not just sneaky. I worked <laughs> it's not just sneaky. for 40 years, you know. Oh. So wow. it, I worked even before. It used to be Wiper and we used to call Central at the time. The Central? Central, yeah. Oh, wow. And then even before Central, it used to be called uh, Melody Room. Melody I Room. I was, yeah, at that wow, time, I never knew you know, about that. Cab Calloway performed here. What? I never knew that. Cab Calloway performed on that stage? At the, at the, at the Wiper Room. That's incredible. And, uh, what an honor. In, when it used to be Central... Uh, Elvis Costello performed here wow. one time. This is amazing. And when, when Elvis Costello performed, it was like a, like a for charity. And I saw Tom Petty coming in. I saw a lot of rock stars came in that day. That day was crazy, that lot over there. Wow, that a is incredible. And, and unfortunately... Tom Petty is not with us anymore. I know. I liked, I liked his music. I oh, liked his yeah. Style, you know? so, he was great, man. Yeah. Such a great vibe. Anyway, man, well, thank you for digging the music. Sure, and sure, sure. Um, I mean, music, is, music relates to all kind of... Uh, every gender, every race, every, you know... Music is something that, you know, it makes... Brings Makes everybody happy. Yeah. So, oh yeah. And and it gives a good vibe to 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 all kind of people, you know. Oh yeah. So that's why you know, like somebody like Jim Morrison, you know, that now is gone, and there are a lot of followers that they they go after, you know. Oh yeah, he inspired so inspired, many yeah. people. So, so it's still. There's a lot of followers. My goodness. Like. And what's your name again? My name is Jerry. Oh, I'm Kurt. Jerry, it's a pleasure to see you. Yeah, we will be here again, and okay. uh, and I'll remind you. Okay. I remember I used to... I'm not in that lot anymore. I'm in here. Yeah, yeah. I, we put... I, saw, I saw a few of your followers at the Rainbow with the hat on. Oh, like you did? I oh, did. my God. I said to myself, must be Yachtly Crew either <laughs> play at the Wiper Room or at the Whiskey Go-Go, you know? That's astounding that you saw because that. You haven't played at the Roxy, you know? No, we haven't. Because we haven't yet. Roxy has a different venue now because it's run by a big corporation it's called Golden Voice. Oh, okay. I mean, before, it used to, have, used to be just like Whiskey Go-Go and, and a Wiper Room. Oh. Like a three, four, five band. But now they have bigger venues. You know, most of the time it's a hip-hop, rap, you know, which is not my style. You know? Right, right. But, uh... But, uh, you know, it brings people after the show, close the door until the next day. You know, that's how they... Oh, yeah. Wiper Room and Whiskey Gogo, they have like a different... Uh-oh, are they honking at us? No, no. Oh. You never can tell these days, right? Yeah. So much honking <laughs> happen. So, uh, do you have a, a captain's hat yet? No, we gotta not get, yet. We got to get you a captain's no. hat so you can sit out here on the days when we're... we're, we're yeah. uh, 
We're but playing, I, I, you could be like, ah, go over to the Viper Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's right. It's great, it's like seeing family. Like when you see them with the hats on, you're like, hey! It's, it's so great. The one in the front, the anchor, and then. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the brim on there, yeah. and you know the guys—they call it the scrambled eggs. They got the the yellow, those little, those little things. They call them scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead, park. Uh, okay. Cool. You can uh, just back it up next to that red uh, with the hatchback open. Oh great, thank you. Okay. That's cool. That was great to hear that from him. Pre-gaming, pre-gaming the parking lot. Hey dude, let's get shocker for Jimmy. Let's get schnockered for Jimmy. Get schnockered for Jimmy in the PL, bro. PL for parking lot. <laughs> Yo, I'll meet you out in the PL. You know what's up. PL, bro. PL forever. Forever. Tailgating time, Jared. Tailgating time, Jared. What's up, Jenny? What's up, Jimmy? What's up, dude? Maybe in the J in the PL, bro. We're gonna get snacker. Snacker. I'm gonna keep this rolling. I'm gonna interview people in line. I'm gonna interview the people out of standing in line. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Guess what? I wore a Yachtly Crew t-shirt tonight. Undercover. undercover. I had to go undercover. I'm an undercover spy. Back from the dead, James, James Morrison. Back from the dead. See how he looks like in the whole get up. <laughs> get up! I was hoping know? you'd say the word yeah. get up. Like hey, look at. I'm a secret spy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what was your name? Oh, Kurt. Kurt. Yeah. Kurt. Yeah. You told me once, Kurt. Yeah. Because uh, you know, it's like a Nirvana, the singer for Nirvana band. Oh yeah. That that's Kurt. No, it's not Kurt. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, oh yeah, he's Kurt. Kurt, really? Oh yeah. Oh. It's spelled with a K, though. Oh yeah, he's got a K. I guess. K. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, Kurt. But we're basically we're the same guy. We're the same. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I just remember, addicted to caffeine. I he remember was seeing him <laughs> long time ago, like in the eighties, nineties. I remember seeing him coming to because it was signed by a record company called Geffen Record Company. Oh, Geffen. And same as Guns N' Roses, they were also that they had their office. Uh, you see where that 9,000 building yeah. is? On the other side of the Doheny Drive. Uh, you know, I swear, you could you could make extra money giving tours to tourists, <laughs> to people coming in from out well, of town. Actually, you seem to know a lot about this yeah, place. Actually, man. I sometimes when I am hanging outside on Sunset, because that also, that that tall building we have, that's the company. 9,000? We have that parking lot as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then what happens, sometimes, you know, when they, this tour trucks, tour buses, they come past by, they say, yeah, it's a, this is Roxy, and it was filmed the famous, uh, uh, what 
what's the name of it? Night at the Roxbury? Oh, yeah. filmed at the Roxy, but it's a lie. Because these people, they didn't know. The Night at the Roxbury was, was filmed at the Key Club. At the time, used to be oh, Key Club. Oh, wow. You remember what the Key Club yeah. was? Yeah. You know, in the old days, used to be called Gazaris and Bill Gazaris. Holy cow. Yeah, probably, it's not in your time, but, uh, but uh, wow. you know, I started in a restaurant across from it. It's called Scandia. It was a Scandinavian restaurant. Very famous restaurant. Oh, wow. I met so many celebrities, like old said, like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. Holy cow, you, you know, met those guys? Ginger Rogers. Oh, my gosh, Fred that's Astaire, great. That's know, crazy. And uh, Natalie Wood, which is, you know, she, she was like maybe prior to that, like one year, two years after that, she she passed on. Oh, my gosh. You know, because she was uh, drowned. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you know. Wow. Yeah, I heard be, about used that. used to be married to Robert Wagner. They used to come to... Uh, to that restaurant. Oh, wow. So you'd see him there all the time? Yeah, once a week, at least. Wow. You know. Well, listen, man. It was good all seeing right, you again. Garrett, we got to go stand in line. Have a good night. You take care. Jen, do you, mem- do you remember what his name was? No. But you, I, you got it on tape. Maybe you got it on tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can always rewind it, right? Yeah. Please tell me I can. <laughs> Please, please tell me this is on digital. Please tell me we're not recording this on analog right now. No, even if it was analog. Even if it was analog, we could still, re- still listen to it. Act natural and weird at the same time. Act dead and alive. Do you want, do you want me to get a photo of you three? Would you like that? Oh, Jen, could you hold this for me, please? Oh, very good. Look at this. Look at these superheroines. Who are these flat fashion plates? Okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. There you go. You're welcome. I didn't want to look at them, so I'm going to just stay on with the arms. Yeah, good. Never show me my face again. <laughs> that would be, right? no, be an awesome character. Never show me my face. <laughs> Get that mirror out of this. I don't know what room. I look like. It's like these are Yeah. It's got to have someone's face on it. I would tape over every picture. Jump club down. Oh, no, we didn't get him. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, on, we the, we're on a list, yeah. actually. Okay, because I oh, yeah. purchased mine. All I have is an email confirmation. I didn't know if I had oh. I'm sure they'll probably, yeah, I think they probably scan it for you or something. Well, if they don't, we'll give them trouble. Yeah, we'll, well, yeah, we'll give them big trouble. We'll give them big trouble. I mean, that's the only natural thing to do, right? That's the next step in When in a pinch, cause yeah. trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah. I sense friction. Time to cause trouble. <laughs> when in a pinch. It's like a good motto. When in a pinch, cause trouble. <laughs> Oh, it's beaming to a satellite. We got a, an audience about 3,000 right now. <laughs> Are you serious? No, no, no. Well, possibly, possibly, possibly. Like, uh, we're on my podcast. We're on my podcast. So I, this is for my future self, so he, he oh, that's has a, a record of what... Oh, yeah, that's oh, okay. a microphone. Gotcha, Sorry, I didn't gotcha. explain that part of it. That's, yeah, that's, it's a really good... Yeah, I mean, it picks up really good. Like, even in uh, concert situations or yeah. loud situations, like, it, it zooms in on pretty good. That's great. I'm surprised. I mean, it's it's amazing. I've tested a couple different kinds, and this is, like, a really, really good one. It's I, I trust it. Like, I'll... 
I'll interview uh, Uber drivers and stuff on my way to places, and especially those are like sound booths because you got all that. Cars are great to record audio in. Holy yeah. cow! It's just great. I just go, I just pointed at them, yeah. and I never ask them their name or anything. I just keep it anonymous, you know. And oh, you don't even tell them you're recording. <laughs> no, no, no. Really? Like I, I need it candid. I need it so. It's... What, what sort of information are you trying to get from them? Oh no! I just ask them about their lives, like what, what their passions are. The main thing is my. And then you put that about... in your podcast. Yeah, the podcast is about the process of creation, the process of um, uh, how we get to where we're at and things that we would like to do um, with the information that we have, the stuff that we're inspired with. Okay. So a lot of these guys, I mean, you, they've got other talents, which are just phenomenal. Um, like uh, one guy I met was, a, was a, a baker. He was talking about how he makes these crazy cakes. And uh, I'm like, this is astounding. Where else would I get information like this? So... It's like, so, okay, so it's an extension of a radio show that I had, which is on, um, it's an AM station in Chinatown. Okay. The first and third Monday of every month, uh, cool. called K-Chung. So this is sort of an extension of that, and most importantly, it's an archive to my future self, so he can remember, you know, what he did throughout his life. Okay. The people he came across. Sure, sure. It's like a journal, you know, yeah, audio, yeah. digital journal. Yeah, good for you. So, um... Yeah. Where are you? Are you from? Oh, Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sensitive to accents. So is my sister. A, a voice actor. Oh, okay. You got, a, you got a strong accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chicago, that makes sense. That checks out. So that's cool. So your boy... Uh, do, do you want to remain anonymous on this? Or do you, do, do you want to let people know how to reach you or anything? Uh, no, I'll stay anonymous. Okay, that's good. That's good. You can even, you can even make an alias if you want. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's been recording our journey. Hi, how are you doing? Oh good God. to see you again. I haven't seen you since the last time. It's so good to see you. So good to see you, too. Uh, so, he uh, put us on the list. Well, you're always on my list. Oh, my God, you are you serious? You are too good to me. You are too good to me. That's like you don't interrupt me on a list. You are so good to me. Yo, come on. Let's Thank you so much. Hey, guys, do me a favor. Everyone viewer to the left, please, and stay there. Thank you. Guys, viewer to the left, if you're forgetting what side that is. To the left, to the left. Are you serious? Thank you. Excuse me, can you veer to the left? Please oh, and stay there. Is that Greg Wilson? Sure is, buddy. What's up? Hey, Greg Wilson. Hey, Greg Wilson. Thank you for being right up the stairs. I'm part of the staff where we have two palms on there. Hi. Good to see you. Is that what? Thank you so much. No, thank you so much. Oh, my God. You are so good. I love you. You are so good. Thank you so much. This is my sister, Jenny, by the way. Hi, Jenny, by the way. Hi, you're I met you a while ago. I know. I see a lot of people, so. No, I remember. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, no worries. Oh, my God. That was crazy. Dad, it was so funny because Dad said earlier today on the phone, he's like, oh, is he going to give you the VIP treatment? What's he going to do? Give you front row tickets? I'm like, who knows? Yeah, who knows what may happen? You never know. Oh, my God. Well, there we go. That's the first portion. Today is November 12th, day after Veterans Day. Peace Frog was phenomenal. They sounded just like the Doors. At least the recordings that I've heard and off my time travel experiences. I just learned that Stan the Man Lee, Stan Lee, Marvel Comics founder, creator, uh, God... The god of Marvel Comics, Stan Lee himself, has passed on, transitioned into the next 
chapter of his evolution. Wow. Many of you who listen to this program are aware that I've I've had uh, st- you know Stanley has been on the show. He, his ghost will continue to thrive on this podcast. That must be astounding. 95 years old. Such a youthful spirit, that guy. So much a little kid. That's the, that's the secret right there. Longevity. Youthful spirit. Youthful spirit. Joy, happiness, doing what you want to do, what you love to do, what you're excited to do, working with people who inspire you, excite you, encourage you. Enlighten you to 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 grow and to glow your inspirations, dreams, and passions. Stanley, that must have been exciting for this guy. Up till the day he died, he was doing what he wanted to do: creating, creating, creating. Watching his creations blossom from art into movies. Those guys, from what I heard, people really didn't respect comic books. They would call it, uh, they were like, oh, that's, that's, you wrap your fish up in, the, in those. It's, it's like newspaper, it's not really... It's not really respected. It's for the funny papers. It's for the kids. And yet these creators were utilizing this medium to really educate the populace, educate the youth, educate the grown-ups who were secretly and ashamedly reading these comics, educating these folks in all kinds of cosmic things. And yet... At the same time, they had the naysayers, the killjoys. There's no repercussion for the killjoys or naysayers, is there? There's no, there's no consequence to being a naysayer or a killjoy into destroying someone's dream. There's no consequence for the naysayer. None. No consequence. The person who dares to dream and move along and follow, follow their imagination if they dare to follow their imagination into a manifestation of reality, uh, they hear the nose and, oh, that won't work and that'll never happen. They hear that all along the way from practical-minded people, from overly critical, overly analytical, very guarded, very fearful, squinched up in a tiny little cage, spirits and mindsets and to the dreamer, they're the ones who have to face everything. Now, what they're facing, obviously, is dependent upon what their definition is of that particular thing. If they, you know, sort of follow the calling, there's never a question of whether this thing will get done or not. It's just, it's only a matter of time until you arrive at the source of that sound basically. Those who view it from the definition, from the perspective of, oh, it's a long, tough, 
struggle up that mountain. I gotta force my way in there. Can you can you can you feel that? Can you feel the anchors? Can you feel those cement shoes? Can you feel that? Ugh, weighing you down, weighing you down. So the dreamers have to deal with the naysayers and the killjoys and all that stuff obviously is a huge deep reflection of the of the inner struggles of that of of the aforementioned killjoy or naysayer. Because the dreamer, they could either choose to listen to those well-respected individuals, or let's say maybe they're someone who just really wants to everybody to love them, to accept them. So they'll just go, okay, okay. They're just, they're just very congenial. They'll just kind of go along with it so as not to cause any waves. Um, that holds them back. The dreamer, wah, wah, wah. You hear the gears grinding, grinding down. Like there's something caught in the engine. Like there's another hairball in the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> All the smoke comes out. Snap, crackle, pops. Uh-oh, get the fire extinguisher. Carpet's on fire. <laughs> right? Jam it up. Jam it up, fuzzball. So there's no consequence for the naysayer. There's no consequence for the killjoy. So the dreamer moves through life, and then let's say that dreamer, let's say, for instance, with Stan Lee, all of those people who naysayed him throughout his life, ah, that'll never work, that'll never happen. Blah, 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 blah. Now that he's made it big, what, what's, what's the redemption? What's the, what, I mean, that, in a sense, that, that the sweetest reward in getting that. And, you know, the ego side of me wants to say, you know, that's the moment that it would be really nice if a naysayer or all the killjoys look at that and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much I, I tried to destroy that guy's dreams. And, you know, boy, thank God he didn't listen to me. Look at this cool stuff, because now my grandchildren are, are watching these movies that are based on the comics that I told him would, you know, that they would put him in the poorhouse if he kept drawing them. You know, I'm going to call him up. I'm going to apologize to Stan Lee. That would be the greatest redemption, wouldn't it be? The, the, consequen the quote, consequence, so to speak, of a naysayer or a killjoy, that's their consequence. Is that they, you know, have to call up that person, get a hold of them. Now, in most cases, uh, if you go, look, look, remember all those years? Remember all those years you told me this couldn't happen, I couldn't do that, blah, 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 blah. Look what's going on now. Look. The naysayer of the killjoy can just simply go, meh. Ugh. With that smug, meh. And just brush it off. Why should any of that bother me? Well, there's like, it's similar to, it's, what, what's immediately coming to mind it, is the idea of like, let's say those who go to prison who are wrongfully accused of some terrible thing. And they sit in a prison for 40 years, and they end up finding out some DNA sample. Uh, and they, they, he was the wrong guy. 40 years of his life spent dealing in that kind of environment. He comes out. What's the consequence for those who put him in jail? What's the consequence for those who ordered him to jail? Do they go to jail now? Do they have to sit in jail for 40 years for their wrongdoing? No. What's the, what's the, what's the consequence? So there's that aspect of me, the human aspect of me that says, you know, they're <laughs> I'd love to see that happen. 
there's the higher mind version of me who goes, Kurt, you know better than that. This is just an avatar. Everything is working out for you in your personal reality experience. We have no idea what that person in the jail might have learned through being in that jail that they might not have learned out there in the world. Maybe if maybe throughout that 40 years they would have gotten hit by a train. Maybe they would have, you know, I mean, God, there's so many of those crazy possibilities. Obviously, we don't like the idea of the fact that someone had to sit in jail for that long. So in a sense, the jail is the, is the symbolic representation of those naysayers and those killjoys. Bah, 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 putting them in the jail, keeping them caged, keeping them caged, keeping them caged. Now what happens? Someone comes along, goes, hey, guess what? We're going to turn your comic book into a movie, into a TV show. Bam! You're like, whoa! Whoa! So, thank you, Stan Lee. <laughs> thank you for inspiring so many, so many. There are children growing up right now wearing Captain America uh, costumes on Halloween. Little girls dressed up like Wolverine, right? It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It all came from, from, uh, from this guy who just dared, wasn't even a dare, really. Do you think he dared himself to draw those comics? Do you think he dared himself? Or do you think he just, made him. He just wanted to, he had to make something. I have a feeling, I got an itchy feeling that there's already a Stan Lee movie in the works. Stan Lee biopic, biopic. Who do you think would play Stan Lee? Who do you think would make a good Stan Lee? Please email me at inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com That's something I'm also going to work on is my annunciations. Hitting my T's. Making sure that every word is heard. Make sure that every word... Make sure... Make sure that every word is heard. D -d 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 -d. Make... You know, sometimes I don't hit... T -t 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 -t. The tip... T tip... T tip of my teeth. T -t 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 Wait, there's like a sweet... Sweet spot. Wait, sweet spot in there. There's, zzz, there's the sweet. T -t 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 -t. See, I feel like I'm hitting like the back of. There's that little curve that goes right before your teeth. You know what I'm talking about? The little hill. There's like a little hill. Um, and it's got like some sort of like scaly. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if I'm the only one who's got like these? I don't want to call them scaly, but like the way that the flesh is. I wonder, huh? Yeah, the way that the flesh goes, uh, uh, like a little hill right there, right before your teeth. Before the, uh, it's like a ditch, right where the teeth go. Um, sometimes, some. Oh, there, there's the sweet spot. I think I found the sweet spot. There's the sweet spot, ladies and gentlemen. I do you believe we have found the sweet? There, there it is. Sweet spot. The sweet spot. Sweet spot. 
Find the sweet spot. Find the sweet spot. While you find the sweet spot, I'm going to take a drink, a quick intermission here. While I drink my coffee, okay. Quick intermission. Don't, don't, don't let me, uh, don't, don't let me, uh, don't let me, uh, 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 interrupt you while you're searching for that. So cool. How'd you get to be so cool, Gonzo? How did that happen? How did that happen? Hmm? How did that happen? How did that happen? Ladies and gentlemen, I suggest you find the closest animal. Invite them to hop up on your lap right now so we can have a synchronized. So we can have a synchronized uh, pet petting session. Grab your dog, grab your cat. Grab your dog, grab your cat. Put them up here. Yes. Get them up on your lap. Close by and just nuzzle them. Give them kisses. Love them. Give them a hug. Give them a hug. Kitty. Gosh, animals are so, so cool. You can form that bond with them, huh? Right. Form that bond with them. Look at that, I'm forming a bond with the cat. Oh, why don't you? Look at that, I'm forming a bond with a cat. <laughs> He's purring and meowing. Yes. Nuzzling and mauling me. <laughs> He's purring and meowing. Nuzzling and mauling me. <laughs> Why don't you look at that? I'm forming a bond with a cat. <laughs> Rickety tickety too, ratty tatty tat. <laughs> it's a kitty cat. Hey hey hey, I tip my hat to you. <laughs> it's pet petting time. No, you don't have to spend one dime. <laughs> when was the last time you spent one dime on anything? 
When was the last time you spent one dime on anything? Maybe at a, maybe at your kid's fun fair. I remember we had fun fairs. Maybe you bought, you know, 10 cents for a, a raffle ticket or something. Who knows? Who knows? Everybody, someone out there has paid 10 cents for something in the most recent I'm going to make a you know I'm going to make I'm going to make a very shocking prediction right now. Someone within the past 24 hours. No. Scratch that. Well, I'll say yes and someone in the past 24 hours and right this very moment is paying for something with a dime. Won't you look at that? I am petting a cat. He's meowing and purring and nuzzling and mauling me. <laughs> For you, I tip my hat. Doesn't matter if the cat is thin or fat. <laughs> and pity, 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 pat. Bippity 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 blat. It's a cat. I tip my hat to you. <laughs> oh, you're so cool. You Egyptian god, you. You Egyptian god. Hello there, true believers. This is your good friend Stan Lee. Stan. Thank you for stopping by, Stan. You just gave me an idea, true believer. What idea is that, Stan? The idea you just gave me is about a cat. And he's an Egyptian god. And he rules with an iron paw. That's great. He has an iron paw? Yes, and he wears a hat, much like a pharaoh. Oh, okay, like when you see it like on a sarcophagus or something? Exactly, true believer. This cat will wear a hat, just like a pharaoh. And he will rule his pyramid with an iron paw. That's, that's incredible. No, scratch that. That paw will be made of diamonds and gold. And perhaps even a ruby. Well, maybe also an emerald. We can add an emerald to it. That's good. So a diamond... Okay, so let me get this straight. A cat, he's... He's, he's Egyptian, he's a cat, he's a god. That's right, that's right. He's a god, he's... He's a god. Right, he's a... So he's an Egyptian god. He's a god, not a gad. A gad? You said gad. He is an Egyptian god. A god. That's what I said, a god. He's a god. What are you, from Chicago? I know some true believers from Chicago... And you sound just like him. Thank you, Stanley. So anyway, back to this idea. 
He's a cat. Oh, yeah, okay, so real quick, I just want to... I'm about to tell you. Okay. Now, the scene opens, and there's an Egyptian cat meowing and purring, and he's being pet by none other than the Submariner. Ooh. Ooh. I always thought the Submariner was like... Uh, more of a modern-day guy. He comes from the ocean, true believer. There's really no telling how long the Submariner has been alive. Remember, water, just like air, has its own fluidity. It moves in its own time stream. Oh, so is it kind of like a like a light years kind of thing? Like if you're within the... Exactly. Very much like that. Have you ever seen a fish with wrinkles? You know what? I never have. That's why. Because time moves so differently in the water, they don't age as fast. Oh, my God. Do you ever notice that a fish pretty much stays around the same size for their whole life? Well, there are those fish that have been known to grow pretty big, but there are those fish, are there not, who stay around the same size for the rest of their lives, from birth until death. Yes, that's true. That's so true. So, using that rationale, true believer... These fish live in a slippery time stream. So, wow, that's... You are blowing my mind right now. I didn't... I didn't, uh... That's incredible. That's something I would never even think of. Is that why swimmers, like... Exactly. Swimmers who are always in the water, they always look young. In fact, they are young. I would you like to hear a little a little secret, true believer? Yeah. Do you know what another fountain of youth is? What? What's the staying joyful and filled with excitement? That makes sense. Is that why so you're, so 95, you know, I'm actually 375 years old. Can you believe that, true believer? Did you do a lot of swimming growing up? Yes, and also I've got a very young heart and a very young soul. That's cool. Wow, you are just blowing my mind right now. Yes, well... We'll talk to you later. I gotta go now. All right, bye. Bye, Stan. It was so cool to see you again. Well, there you go, folks. There's Stanley. Um, thanks for listening. And uh, it's time for me to go pay some rent. So keep the Inspirato flowing. Send me some audio. Send me some audio. You know, I don't care if it's a, a, a field recording. I don't care if you're plucking away on a uke harmonies.
or harp as the as the profs say, send it off to me. Inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Keep that in mind.